It's Real Talk with Raylene Chalinor, foster care and adoption. Hi, and welcome back to another Real Talk. I'm your host, Raylene Chaloner, and this is Real Talk with real people about foster care and adoption. And today, my guest is Quincy Castleberry. That's just fun to say. Hi, Quincy. Thanks for being on the show. Hi, Ray. Thanks for having me. Yes, I feel so blessed to have you here with me today. I really appreciate you carving out time for us. Always happy to talk about CASA. Yes, great. I was just going to say, you are the, I want to get this right, the program manager for CASA. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Quincy, tell us, tell the Real Talk listeners, tell myself, what does CASA stand for? C-A-S-A. CASA stands for Court Appointed Special Advocate. Okay. And now explain to us, what does that mean? (laughs) So volunteers for our program are court-appointed. The the judge, the dependency judge in Yavapai County, appoints volunteers to be advocates for children while they're in the foster care system. So I oversee the program that recruits and trains those volunteers to be advocates in Yavapai County. Okay, and I see that you have been the program manager now, Quincy, since 2015. Yes. Okay, and I want to know, why do you get up in the morning? What is it about this job specifically that has you getting up and going to work? Why is it so important? Oh, my gosh, where do I begin? Um, When I lived in California back in the early 2000s, I heard about CASA. There was a newspaper advertisement when I lived in Orange County, South Orange County, And it talked about people being an advocate for children. And I thought, well, I can do that. I had been a Sunday school teacher. Um, I liked kids. I had time. So I went to this orientation. But because of um, where I was with my family at that time, I couldn't make the time commitment. And I, I kept thinking about CASA for years. I mean, literally for years. It was six or seven years. My late husband and I, we moved to Yavapai County in 2010, and I knew I was going to become a CASA. I was going to become an advocate for kids. And so when we moved out here, that's what I did. I went through the program in Yavapai. I became an advocate. I was assigned a child. I was an advocate for a year. But that year, Raylene, when I was an advocate, I had an aha moment that this is what I was supposed to be doing in my life, working with kids. Well, all of a sudden, a job became available in the CASA office, and I knew this is what I wanted to do. I had no intentions of working outside of the house. Um, At that time, I had kind of semi-retired from the job that I had in, in California, and there was just something about working with kids, working in the court system, learning what they were going through, as children in the foster care system that touched my heart so deeply, I knew I had to get more involved than I was before as an advocate. So I took a job as an admin assistant. I moved up to a program coordinator. And in 2015, I became the program manager. And I have never looked back or never second guessed my role or what I wanted to do in Yavapai by educating people in our community about the needs of these children that we that we live with here in Yavapai. Oh man, that's so great. And Real Talk listeners, I've had the privilege of being at a couple of events with Quincy and I'm telling you, she she does. She puts her money where her mouth is. She is passionate about this. 
Quincy, how many kids right now in uh, Yavapai County, how many kids need an advocate? Well, all of our kids need an advocate. Our dependency judge, Anna Young, would like to see an advocate assigned to every child that's in the foster care system or kids in care, as we refer to them. Right now, we serve somewhere between 40 and 50 percent of the kids that are in care, which is a number about 400, about 400 kids in care in Yavapai County right now. With this most recent coronavirus situation, we are seeing an increase in number of kids coming into care. We've had filings of new cases for the last six weeks where normally we would have maybe two two new cases coming in a week. We've had on average five to six new cases coming in every week. And we are expecting that number to continue to rise because while families have been isolated, there haven't been the eyes on children that there normally would be under different circumstances, whether it's daycare providers or teachers who are mandated reporters. So as things are loosening up in our county, we are seeing more kids and cases being filed. And so I think we're going to see a spike in numbers and we're going to need more advocates for those kiddos. Absolutely. Yes, we've seen the same in our our agency. Okay, so if someone, Quincy, is wanting to volunteer, you call them CASA volunteers, what kind of, do they need special training? Do they need experience, previous experience with kiddos? You know, we, we will give you all of the education and knowledge that you need to be effective as an advocate. So you don't need a special background or education or life experience even. We've had a number of CASAs who haven't even had their own children. You just need to have a heart for kids, and we will do the rest in getting you trained and educated on what you need to do to work with these children. So the the training is about um, a little over 30 hours, and the time commitment is actually about 10 to 15 hours a month. So if you've got a heart for kids, you've got 10 to 15 hours a month, um, we can get you all the information that you need to be effective as an advocate. Okay, and if I am an advocate, if I'm a volunteer, do I have to get involved with bio parents? Do I get involved with foster parents? Or is it just me and the kiddo? Explain what goes on there. You know, you're going to work with a team. Um, Foster care and the people that wrap around services to kids while they're in the foster care system, it's a team effort. You are going to be working with uh, foster parents, most likely, or placement parents which could be relatives or close family friends who are taking care of these kids while their parents are hopefully doing the hard work they need to do to be able to get their kids returned to them. On occasion, you will interact with bio parents. We kind of will we'll train you about what that looks like and when that might happen, but we do want you to understand that the goal is always going to be to get these parents the services that they need to become the parents they need to be for their children, to be safe and appropriate moms and dads, because kids do want to live with their parents. And so your interaction as an advocate may require you to interact with those parents and kind of assess if they're doing what's needed for you to make a recommendation to the judge that these children be returned to that mom and or dad. So Every case is very, very different, and unfortunately, we, we, we give the, the answer to a lot of questions about being an advocate is it depends. Every case is unique. Every child is unique. Every family situation is unique. So we work with you. Um, our, our team in Yavapai County 
uh, comes beside you as an advocate, walks with you along that journey, guides you, directs you, gives you the questions to ask, helps you formulate the right questions. You're, you're going to be working with somebody who's familiar with this whole process. So we're, we're going to kind of tell you when you need to start maybe making contact with mom or dad. Your primary focus, though, is going to be the kiddos. You're going to be getting to know them better than anybody else on the team so that you can prepare a report to the judge to let her know what's going on with this child while they're in the foster care system. Oh, that's good. Thanks, Quincy. Okay, now, in case someone tunes out early, I don't know why they would, but would you let them know how they can become a CASA? Absolutely. Uh, The first step, I would say, is to go to our website, and that is www.casaofyavapaicounty.org. So County, all one word, dot org. If you go to that website, there's a section with frequently asked questions. There's statewide information. It does talk about what is expected from an advocate. And there's also a place where you can fill out an application online. So that would be your first step at becoming an advocate in Yavapai. And if you send in that application, somebody will get back with you and we'll schedule a time for an interview. Okay, that's great. And I'm going to have you do that again towards the end of the show. But what makes volunteering, Quincy, with CASA different than volunteering with someone else, a different opportunity? Well, we always say it's kind of like a big brother's big sister's on steroids because you are (laughs) part of the Yavapai County court system when you become a CASA. You are sworn in by the judge. You, you become um, a member of a, a very big team, but a very big and important team in the life of these children and their families. So you're going to be doing hard work. You're going to learn about the legal system. You don't have to have a legal background. We'll give you that training and the knowledge that you need to understand what's going on. But you have a very important role. You are impacting the future of a child and their family. And I can't emphasize enough what a big responsibility that is to really make recommendations that might cause the judge to decide to return a child to mom or dad or or maybe not return a child to mom or dad. So you are more than just a friend to this child. You can be a mentor. You're the advocate. You, you're their biggest cheerleader. I mean, you have life-changing abilities as an advocate. Mm, that's a great answer. Thank you. What about age? Is there age limit? If I'm 70 and I, I, or if I'm 20, is there, is there an age limit on this? You do have to be 21 to um, qualify for the program. You have to be willing to go through a background check and um, have some, some folks that will vouch for you and your character. We, we send out letters of reference to people based on the names that you would supply to us. But as far as the other end of the age spectrum, if you can drive a car and get around, and like I said earlier, if you have a heart for children, we would love to talk to you about opportunities being a CASA in Yavapai County. We do ask that you are computer literate because our, our society is just, you know, moving toward more technology-based reporting. And so one of the things you do as a CASA is you do have to enter your, um, your contact time with the child 
on a computer program. So if you're not savvy on the computer, we might have some challenges. If you're willing to learn, then that that's great. It's not that complicated, but it is something that is part of your responsibility when you're an advocate is being able to log on and um, enter data into a computer system as well. But if you're 80 and, you know, or, or plus, and you can work on a computer, um, if you can check things, check emails and stuff, you're, you're golden. We'll, we'll work with you. Oh, that's so great. Okay, Quincy, our time is almost up here, sadly, but is there anything that you wanted to say that you didn't get to say? Oh, I, I, would, I would love to talk to anybody who's interested in learning more about this program. As you can tell, Ray, I am so passionate about the important work that CASAs do in our community. We have such a great team, and I am always happy to talk to people, answer any questions that you have, and to um, just take down any of the, the concerns or questions that you might have about you know, can I really do this? Is this right for me? But you can go to our website. If you call the office, I, I will personally talk to you. I, I love talking to people in our community and you're welcome just to call me directly and I'll, I'll make the time to, to share with you everything that's going on in Yavapai. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. And just a side note for some of my Real Talk listeners who are not in Yavapai County, this is a nationwide organization, correct? It is. It is. All, all states in, in the U.S. have a CASA program. They're, they run a little bit different from one another, but yes, it is the same program. We are a national organization. Okay. And once again, for those of us in Yavapai County, can you give us the website, Quincy? Sure. It's www.casaofyavapaicounty.org. Perfect. Real Talk listeners, wasn't it a blast? to talk with Quincy Castleberry. I'm just so grateful for you. Thank you for showing up for us today and for your heart for these kids from Heart Places. Really appreciate the work you do. All right, Real Talk listeners, that's another one. Thank you for joining us. Until next week, it's a bye for now from me, your host, Raylene Challoner. Why would you ever add graphic design to your car? Well, because you own a business and need a moving billboard. Because you want to add a really cool accent color to your boring beige sedan. Maybe you'd like a natural graphic. Or you'd like to do something more creative with your company logo. Whatever you want. ML Arts Vinyl Graphics and Design does it all. From partial wraps to full commercial wraps. Give them a call. 928-308-3568. ML Arts Vinyl Graphics and Design. Prescott Realty, because who you work with matters. What you can expect from Prescott Realty, integrity, trusted advisors, and specialization. Whether you're looking for home sites, homes, condos, multifamily housing, or rentals. And did you know, Prescott Realty is number one in land sales. With 50 years experience and 500 million in real estate sales, they know what they're doing. When you're ready, there's only one call to make to Prescott Realty, 928-499-8700 or prescottrealty.com. Hey ladies, if you feel the need to truly connect with other women in our community, maybe the place is Culture Salon because it's all about the culture that makes each visit one that lifts your spirit. A salon on its own is just a building. It's what happens on the inside that counts. It's about so much more than just hair. Designer cuts, premium color, natural beaded row extensions, and more. Culture Salon. 1454 West Gurley or call 928-830-1325.
Ever dealt with any kind of construction project without a general contractor? That just screams being overwhelmed. Chances are it's because you didn't work alongside Antelope Springs Construction. And why do you need a general contractor? Because it's crucial dealing with tasks, foreseeing complications, and preventing delays. Antelope Springs Construction takes out all the guesswork to ensure your vision. Everything from design to completion. Call them now at 928-237-0762. Antelope Springs Construction.com. 